Hello and welcome to a special episode. So this is number 45, one year on. One year on from what I hear you ask? Well, one year ago today, I left my corporate job at the, well, it was Royal Bank of Scotland changing branding to NatWest. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd had a, a 40-year career there and uh, it was always part of the plan to leave and I was able to secure that towards the summer of 2019 and this is part of my journey so this podcast has been running for ooh, possibly three years now in, in in various frequencies and this has been where I wanted to be so I thought well one year on to the day that I actually left let's have a a bit of a recap I suppose a quick quick summary of what's happened and well, we know a chunk of what's happened. Just have a look at the news. However, let's just go through how it worked for me. Um, so, uh, first thing I started to do was to fill up my diary when I was still in my old job with some training that I wanted to do, um, particularly around video. So I'd set up uh, three different one-day courses at ProAV over at Hemel Hempstead on the outskirts of London, and they're all very good. Uh, one was audio for video, um, one was stock video, and the other one was setting up video interviews with Ollie Kensington, who I saw recently actually on some Canon-sponsored adverts on YouTube. So uh, Ollie does well, does the Apple adverts, amongst other things. And that really, I suppose, set the theme for one of the things that I wanted to do in parallel with the headshot work, which is to develop my video um, and more of that in due course. So it it was great to have those in the diary and then to actually have kind of time around these things. I didn't have to take a day off because I, you know, time was my own and I could just travel up there. I was still doing headshots at the time. So I had some booked in um, for mainly actors. I think, yeah, all actors at that time T- till the end of the year, actually is quite busy. And it just enabled me to start to break away, to put my head into this new life that I had. Um, so it was, uh, my mindset was, I suppose, some ways freed up. You know, part of this was always to be, I wanted to get an opportunity to do this, to break away. And it would be down to me. Uh, the stuff that I would be doing day to day or whenever I chose to do it would be to benefit my business, myself, uh, my my journey, uh, but not necessarily to be supporting a big corporate paymaster because I've kind of done a lot of that for 40 odd years. So it was uh, it was a nice way to kind of prepare, I suppose, for 2020. So I had Headshot Mania booked in for Las Vegas. Uh, but prior to that, we went away. Sue and I went away just after Christmas for the, well, we saw the Three Kings Parade in Parma. Um, and in terms of photography, videography, uh, I travelled extremely light. Uh, so one camera, which is my Nikon Z6, Z6, uh, 24-70 f4 lens, which is a nice compact lightweight lens and very capable. And I took an extra 20mm lens of wide angle that I'm not even sure I used. I may have done once or twice. Uh, but um, with the with the camera, I was able to do the video, so I did some video of the parade as well as, you know, the mainly stills. 
and it was just great to have that lightweight setup. Uh, I took my iPad Pro, did editing on Affinity, uh, and that was okay. You know, the workflow, there might be some tricks that I need to learn to make that a bit quicker. Uh, but actually, I was geared up then. So for when we were going to do future trips abroad, possibly a couple that year, maybe this year, this year, this year still, 2020, uh, we we would have been fine. Just don't need to take the MacBook. Uh, don't need, to, well, I mean, take an extra hard drive for backup, obviously. Uh, but now you can just plug in USB-C connected drives to your iPad Pro. Uh, and I think you can plug stuff into the iPhone as well with certain adapters anyway off topic um so yeah traveling light thinking that'd be cool now uh so carried on kind of preparing for vegas uh went to vegas that was great uh obviously with vegas it was about taking your your macbook but it was still fairly light travel um i'd bought the that lens for kind of the touristy bit of seeing las vegas for the first few days before mania and then made five mil for kind of portrait stuff uh while i was there um, but what was interesting, so the coronavirus COVID-19 uh, news was breaking at Wuhan at that time. No one really, let's be honest, no one really had a clue about how it might spread. There was talk of it being highly contagious, uh, easily spread, but we didn't really know. And uh, when we got back, a few of us were getting in touch on calls and things from the headshot crew. And a lot of people said they came out with the most awful flu uh, like really knocking them sideways and they took some medication and things and kind of got through it and you know there's a very high chance that that was actually coronavirus at that time um, you know if people have had it and they've now got some immunity great but you know they say it was actually with us before we before we really knew it which is why the the spread kind of patterned the way it did um, so it was it was something that very rapidly throughout the month of March, we got to know, we all got to know a lot about, and then we had lockdown. And uh, that was another opportunity for me to say, well, a couple of things. So I started to sell some gear just prior to that, but also I wanted to get more into the video. So it was like sell a bit of gear, buy a bit of video gear <clears throat> and um, develop that side of my business. And that continued. I still had to do my uh, my USA video editing, which I, I did complete, I think, in about May. So they've been on YouTube for a little while. I guess not many people are looking at road trip videos currently. So that was, um, and it still is, obviously, COVID is still very much with us. Uh, you know, it, lockdown was completely weird. Uh, now we're sort of in a phase of a slightly different version of it. And time will tell how useful and and how beneficial that will be. But uh, the other thing I did do was to uh, rework my website. So I went to Squarespace 7.1, which gives you some different styling options, and I've been pleased with that. Uh, but, you know, the website is one that you kind of keep on top of and tweak from time to time. So that, that's been a feature since sort of uh, April time. Um, getting some paid video work in the year was cool. So that happened around the summer. Um, I did to have a request out from a charity just to you know has some footage clips can we put it together and I, I was I was able to do that for them and they paid me in two very nice gifts of big boxes of chocolates so I guess I did get paid for it but it was in chocolate uh, that went down very well and then uh, then it was about gearing up you know working on 
COVID-19 policy, all that kind of good stuff uh, ready for a return to business. Now, photographers were able to open up from the middle of June. Um, I wanted to just see, was this going to be an open up then close down quickly again because of the way the government had handled things so far, or that far, but it is still so far. And I decided that I would uh, just wait a little bit longer. So I opened up in July and had some bookings in the first week <clears throat> and quite regularly after that, which is cool. Gone a little bit quieter more recently. Uh, and, you know, that's I'm not overly concerned about that a little bit, but not overly. I mean, that's I guess that's why things are. Um, so hopefully we'll get some more business. I mean, I've got one booked in and some potentials uh, uh, hanging around. So let's let's see. But the video work has continued strongly. Um, so there has been demand for that from some interesting sources, actually. So they're looking to support some small businesses locally. And that, that's got me thinking about where I might go next in sort of year two. Uh, but I'm not going to give too much of that away because that's going to be part of a, a future episode. But uh, irons are in the fire, so to speak. Um, so on my usual podcast, I talk about gear purchases. Well, let's just say in the year there's been regular purchases. Um, I've, I've had some good benefit from selling uh, uh, gear to enable to me to buy new gear. So you know, things that I just was not using anymore. And I was really surprised that there's still a market for some of this stuff. You know, my, my old Nikon D40 sold so quickly and it will get, it's a great camera, you know, nice kit lens, nice and sharp. Um, someone will get some benefit out of that. So, uh, and, and it, you know, putting some of that together enabled me to make other purchases that, you know, I didn't have to dip into my own funds for. So that was, that was really good. Um, and I, you know, more recently I, I got, a great result on some um, eBay purchases, which I will talk about in my next episode, I think. Uh, so yeah, gear. Uh, I'm never going to be too far away from gear purchases. Uh, you know, that's that's taken place throughout. But the learning aspect as well. Um, in, with the video stuff, I'd dabbled and I'd gone onto YouTube and I'd looked up, is it Larry Jordan and various other people? But I kind of wanted to have a, a real world class that I could understand. And uh, I've discovered the Frono's photo guide to video. Well, it's it's recording and editing uh, that you put together with Todd Wolf uh, a few years ago now, but it's still completely current. And I got loads of benefit from those. And they're the sort where you, you go through, perhaps make your own notes, get, get the benefit, um, put it into practice, then revisit. So I've revisited them uh, before and I'm probably going to do it again because they cover different types of video and there's, obviously there's different considerations each time. And, you know, repetition and practice will help these things to be come from something that you learn to something that's embedded in what you do. So I've been very pleased um, with my investment in that training, really. So, I mean, I still dip into YouTube and there's little trends and fads that come out, but it's, it's something that... Um, Sometimes you do have to buy a class uh, or whatever to to actually get the best of of what you're aiming to achieve. So, so in terms of yeah, what's next? I mean, I've I suppose I've hinted uh, on this to a degree. Uh, I, I did a kind of ad video for for my headshot work recently, and I've got some other stuff that I've drafted and kind of storyboarded. Um, to get out there in the next few weeks. So it's just a case of 
timing, you know, what I think would be of most benefit uh, and then get that, you know, set set out, recorded, edited. Uh, I've learned a lot about planning for video. You know, don't just do it and then realise afterwards what, what you should have added in, but almost, you know, think of the, the finished product and then work backwards. So I'm looking to incorporate that. And again, that's from, from the learning. Uh, one of the other things I've decided to do, uh, certainly on these rainy days and when, when I might not have a client in, is to go and increase my stock library. So uh, Alamy have been more financially rewarding to me than than Shutterstock. I mean, not by a huge amount, but I just, I don't know, Alamy, for me, they're, it's easier to get images accepted on there. Um, I'm not saying they're fast and loose with their quality control, absolutely not. Uh, but it's easier to get images on there. So I'm going to now go exclusive with, with um, some of my back catalogue stuff. So I've done some Palmer ones. Some are in QC, some are live uh, quality control. Uh, I've got some Las Vegas ones up there that are in quality control. And I'm now just working back on our California road trip to put some stills on there. Now, I'm looking to put as much as possible on there that I think is stock worthy. And it's probably going to take some time. I think this is why a lot of people don't do stock, because it can take time to actually you know, prepare the images, get them up. Keywording, captioning are vitally important so that your images can be discovered and get the sale, you benefit, Alamy benefit, and so on. So I, I'm i committed to doing this. In, in fact, I did a few this morning just before uh, recording this. So uh, I, I, you know, chipped away and I'll do a few more after I've edited and, and released the podcast episode. Uh, and then just, you know, so I've got a cycle of doing them in batches and preparing the keywords in advance so that when they pass quality control, hopefully, uh, I, I can keyword and caption and get them fully live and discoverable straight away. So I'm trying to get a bit of a kind of workflow going. Um, and of course, you know, it's a passive income source. Once they're there, one hopes they will sell and sell regularly. Um, but also once that's done, my emphasis will shift from uploading what I've already got to producing content to upload. So, you know, local photography, videography, all that kind of stuff. I might go with Pond5 for video because I'm meant to be very good, but we'll see. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I've got plans on the stock side of things. Uh, I, I don't like to rest idle if things are quiet on the, uh, the client front. Um, and, I mean, the other thing really is, is what I've alluded to, but I'm not going to say anything more than that because that's all about where we are in my year two of uh, Phil's photography journey. So uh, I hope you found that of some interest. Um, I, I wanted to just kind of put it on record, really. You know, it's one year on. A year ago, we had a meal with some work colleagues. Uh, we left the restaurant Um the colleagues went back to the office, I went to the tube station and went home and that was it. And I was off on my way, which was cool. Um, so actually the weather was quite like it is today, which is a sunny day, autumn, quite still. Um, my celebration for one year on will be a, a few holes of golf this afternoon with my buddy who's got some time off. So there you go. I suppose it's important to mark an anniversary of some description. But uh, I will leave it there for this uh, special episode number 45, one year on. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen support the podcast. And uh, I think the other one, the other one, the next one will be come along, coming along fairly soon.
probably within the next seven to ten days. But you know what I'm like. Um, that may not happen. But uh, take care. Catch you all soon. Mm-hmm.